Did you know Super Awesome Mix has an app? Go to the Apple App Store today and download Super Awesome Mix. It's free. You could start creating and sending your own digital mixtapes in just a few clicks. Also, there's links to our Instagram account and a link where you can follow your favorite podcast. Speaking of which... Welcome back to another Super Awesome Mix. My name is Matt Sidholm alongside my co-host and co-founder of Super Awesome Mix, Samer Abu Salbi. Samer, how are we doing today? I'm doing real well. Enjoying, enjoying life. Excited to be here. We got our, um, we got another guest on the show today. That's it's always right. a fun thing. Another guest. And this is kind of a first for us. We had Mega Ran on last year and we had featured him on a new music mix, but we kind of knew he was coming on the show at that point before we featured him, right? This time, right. I, I found this uh, I found this artist, I found one of his songs, I was like, man, I really dig this stuff. Um, obviously, we don't you know, reach out to every artist we feature on the show. I don't think Weezer needs to hear from us again, you know? I think no, they do. I think they're good, they keep ignoring our messages, but- I'm Gonna uh, send them another one, it's gonna happen. <laughs> I- <laughs> But I reached out to uh, I reached out to our guest and uh, he had invited him on the show and he agreed to do it. So our guest, without further ado, he's got a new album entitled "We're on Fire." And uh, yeah, we invited him on the mix. We're so excited. He's about to go on tour, so uh, you're going to get a chance to go out and see him live. But this is Joshua Dylan Bayless. Welcome to Super Awesome Mix. What's up? How are you guys? We're doing great. Thanks so much for joining the show. We uh, like, like I said, we really just dug your music and threw you on a new music mix, and uh, then here you are. So this is this is kind of a first for us. Awesome. Much more easy to access than Weezer, I would say. <laughs> well, for right now, okay. Yeah. Like, we don't right. know. In a few years, you're going to stop returning our emails, okay? But yeah, yeah, that's the goal. That's the goal. <laughs> Right, just be one of those essentially like Instagram accounts managed by like a an studio of five hundred people, a bunch of interns. You know, there's no human behind it. Abs- That's the goal. Absolutely like not. Completely replaced by a AI version of me. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, so happy you could be here. It's really exciting. Yeah, we really did like. I, I love listening to your track, and and Matt talked a lot about you, and and it's so cool to have you here. It's great. Thanks for making the time. No, thank you for having me. It's an honor. It's such a cool thing you all have going on. It's exciting to jump in and talk to people about music at any time. So if we can record it and throw it up, all the better. Appreciate that. Um, so before we get into your mix, I mean, you want to take a second and talk about this album. Um, I know you released an EP, I don't know, maybe five, six years ago, and now you got a full-length album out. So, so maybe just talk for a minute about kind of the development of this album and kind of what went into it sure so um i was in a band in dallas and we recorded a full record and then after like a year and a half of work we decided not to put it out so i was in this place where i was kind of devastated but i had all this material that didn't work for the band that um i knew that i needed to make something happen so i called up the studio in nashville called omni sounds and it's like hey i've got 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 these songs. They sound here. Some demos, and um, they said this sounds good. Um, come out here and let's try a few tracks out. So, 
came out to Nashville, recorded three songs. I liked the way they sounded and um, was excited enough about the experience and was in the right place at the right time where I was like, I'm just going to move to Nashville and um, continue to pursue music, but do it out here. Um, so that started in 2018, 2019, and uh, the pandemic delayed things, but um, the record's out now. It's called We're on Fire. And um, yeah, it's... Uh, I'm not good at describing it personally, but it's, it, <laughs> it's all kinds of stuff. There's love songs. There's existential stuff on there. I guess it's indie rock. Um, but yeah, it was a blast to make. And finally, this Friday, we're going to get to take it on the road. So I'm excited for that. That's so cool. I love that. Yeah. Well, congratulations on getting that all together. That's something. Thank you. Matt and I are still... Matt and I are still working on our album. Um, <laughs> are you? It's coming. It's coming together real badly. I got it. It's not good. It's not good. The neither is of us neither, are musical. Yeah, neither one of us plays an instrument. That's that's right. our biggest hurdle. I think nice. up to this yeah. point. Yeah. So. So, <laughs> so you just need to use some MIDI, some GarageBand loops. Loops are your best. There friend. it is. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're right there on the edge. Uh, okay, well, we asked you to kind of bring together a mix of, of songs that, you know, maybe uh, inspired you along the way or got you into music. And uh, I think think you put together a great one. And the first track here, you put uh, Voices by Joshua, Joshua Ray Walker. Yeah, so he's another dude on my label um, who has um, done so much. I mean, I remember playing it around with him at the all good cafe like three or four years ago. And I think he just had his Opry debut and played on Fallon and it's for good reason. This song voices is probably my favorite of his. It's one of those that I can put on repeat constantly. It's good lyrical content. The arrangement is so good. There's like this um, combination between this electric swell guitar and pedal steel. Um, that's awesome. It also has a really unusual structure where half of the hook is this vocal uh, melody. It's not verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, um, but your attention's wrapped the whole time. And that's always a sign of a good song for me. You know, if, if, it's got to have a really strong melody to do that. You know, guys like Dylan have really strange structures, but they still make it on the radio because there's power. So it's a great song. Um, I think the record came out a year or two ago, but I feel like I've only just fallen in love with this tune. So for the last two or three weeks, it's just been on my heavy rotation. So I threw it on the list. Yeah. That's I, awesome. Yeah. This guy's voice was incredible. Like, so good. I, yes. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that was the thing I think that stood out to me the most was, uh, was yeah, just vocally. I was like, man, this is this is really good. And it's kind of an upbeat song, although it doesn't, necessarily describe a real happy scenario totally right yeah it's got that classic rock and roll feel where it is uh melancholic in its melody but the tempo's up so you're liking it <laughs> you're in love with yourself right right <laughs> exactly yeah i know i had that same thing and you know i say this a lot on the show whenever i start to dive into lyrics a lot more because of this show and I'm like, oh, oh, that's what I've been like nodding my head to. Okay, like that's a little dark, totally. <laughs> but it's it's really good though. Totally. And I also wrote here is just absolutely beautifully sung. I mean, that's like the big takeaway I had. I, I just absolutely loved it. 
What a great, great voice. Yeah, the vocals. So um, that's awesome. Great, great first pick. Honestly, yeah, this mix is, is so good. So I'm really excited about this next one. This is one of my favorites that I got introduced to. I was not familiar with this artist, but the track is Riga Black, Riga Black by Chuck Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw like a review for this track three or four years ago. It might have been Pitchfork. It was a blog. And it said that essentially this guy took pedal steel and reintroduced it as the lead instrument. Pedal steel is famously always support. It always adds texture and ambiance. And this guy layered two or three pedal steel tracks on top of one another into this. He approached the instrument the way that a post-rock band like Seeger Rose would. And it's it's instrumental, but it's like a six or seven minute soundscape. It's more of a composition than anything else. It's classical in the fact that it doesn't repeat itself melodically it lives and it grows i've never heard the pedal steel used in this way and it's one of my favorite songs to just drive to you know sunset done with work oh i could see that yeah yeah Throw it on repeat. i could totally see that this of, of all the tracks on here this is the one that i was like most tempted and i ended up clicking into their album and just like listening to their album and i it's almost like a it reminds me of explosions in the sky but almost with like a country like vibe to it a little bit yeah. like but it's just, it's so atmospheric and meditative and it's just beautiful. It is a beautiful composition. Yeah. It's, it, I, yeah, I thought that was such an interesting track. Yeah, atmospheric country mixed with explosions in the sky and, and the guy's English. It's like, right. it's awesome. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Would nice not have one. guessed that. Would not have guessed that. Um, all right. Now, track three, you go with Every Time the Sun Comes Up by Sharon Van Etten. Yeah. Have you have you all heard this song before? No. Okay. I had not, no. So Sharon Van Etten, now I feel like she's huge, um, which is awesome. She's sort of this institution in the indie world. But the first time I heard this song, I was blown away. It's one of those songs with a timeless arrangement. It could have been recorded by Fleetwood Mac. Um it's timeless. It's like, is this country? Is this rock? Is this indie music? And the lyric is great. The hook, she just keeps repeating. Every time the sun comes up, I'm in trouble. Um, which I'm a sucker for a sad line like that. There's nothing sadder <laughs> than a brand new day. Um, no, it was, uh, it's a great song. It's so melodic and I, I throw it on repeat all the time. Um, so it's one of my faves, man. It, it, if you haven't heard of her you should dive into her discography she's got a, we a weirdly wide range she'll switch up the that song is from a self-produced record of hers but she her sound can change drastically from album to album because occasionally she'll just pick a a new um producer and let them run with her songs with their vision so it's really dynamic it's cool what i loved about this song is it's she's not in a hurry at all she keeps that same cadence throughout and both musically and vocally I, I just thought that was so interesting because i i imagine or maybe you hear artists talk about how you know producers will try to speed things up try to get it under three minutes you know make it a radio song and this is like nope we're gonna make this song the way i want to make this song so it, not surprised that it was kind of self-produced because you kind of get that feel just from the, the the rhythm and pace of it 
Absolutely. I like I like your description of that. Yeah, that's like a great one. I, I especially just love the very, very ending that she kept the outro where she's laughing and says, sorry, my headphones fell <laughs> yeah. off. Like, I just, I really appreciate that. You know, it's just like a little bit of humanity mixed in with, with her her recording. Yeah. Um, and she just sounds like she's having a lot of fun recording. So I, I dig that. Yeah, it was such a bold move, too. I think it was the single on the record and she made it the last song on the album. And I'm always like, brave. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. All right. Well, let's move on ahead. Track four. Uh, you've got Motion Picture Soundtrack by Radiohead. Yeah. This is a song. So cliche. I love Radiohead. I love Radiohead. <laughs> and I listen to this song all the time. Tom York's vocal is great. They're one of those weird bands where you can never cover their, their songs because everything they do is completely original. They're, the arrangement on this is weird. He's using that organ. He breaks into that falsetto. It's also the last track on on, on that record. Um, I think it's Kid A, right? And um, I love the line, I will see you in the next life is such a cool way for a record to go out. So love that song. Yeah, this was a this was a really cool one. I just thought like musically, I just like Tom York's voice kind of, you know, is is there, and then there's all these things coming in and out of the background, right? Like these different instruments and different sounds. I thought that was just so cool. Absolutely. Yeah, it was like such a haunting track too. I just feel like it was <laughs> so good. Um, I did not know this one, and I was actually laughing to myself. I was like, I'm really glad I didn't know this during kind of like the dark days of the pandemic because I would have put this on repeat and really <laughs> extra depressed. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it is, uh, it's one of those tracks. It's really beautiful, though. It's not nice the pick. soundtrack to a rom com. That's not the motion no, picture no. you're referring to here. <laughs> not at all. Yeah. No, not, not at all. Not to a film that wants to make money, that's for sure. <laughs> right all right track five uh you go international on us here and and i i know i'm gonna screw this up which i think is why samer had me read this one off uh (laughs) is it guan dagin i I have no idea okay perfect all right you can't even correct me i translates to good morning i know that good morning yeah Yeah. translates to good morning and it's uh cigar ross awesome well you're you're already educating me so so yeah this band um if anybody's new to Sigur Rose, I, I don't know if that's how it's pronounced that's how I read it in my mind um All yeah good. they are this post-rock band from Iceland and they make up their own words they speak in some form of tongues which the lead singer Yonsi calls Hopelandic which is wild <laughs> very easy to make fun of but i love it um so the language most of these lyrics they're not even they're not even real words which you wouldn't know because he sings with this icelandic accent you assume it's another language it's not and i think his philosophy behind that whole movement is just that it leaves more room for the listener to impose their meaning on the track whenever they're listening to but this was a song i'd never heard music like this before and when i was like nine or 10 years old, my dad gave me his old iPod and it was preloaded. And I remember taking the train from Plano, Texas, like 30 minutes south to Dallas. My mom would drop me off. My dad would pick me up and I'd spend the weekends with him. And I, I just have clearly these distinct memories of being like 10 years old 
hearing this weird song with words I don't understand, looking out the window, my head on the glass. Um, <laughs> it, it was just one of those tracks. I love the acoustic melody. It's so it's so pretty, and they don't really even have a genre. I've never really heard music like what they make. So right. it's cool. Oh, I, I'm like so happy you just described how you listen to them because my notes literally here is like, I feel like I should be floating 15 feet off the ground or flying in a plane looking out the window. Like, I think that that's exactly like the mood that, that they bring with all of their tracks. Um, and yeah, I just feel like it's like a, a soundtrack song, you know, of you just kind of like, like you said, I think you impose your own kind of like vision to it. And I think that that's what makes your music so beautiful. So for me, yeah, I'm just imagining myself like, you know, walking along and, and maybe it's like a sad part of, but there's like a little bit of hope in, to, in it. Like, I just think that they bridge that line so well. It's a really beautiful track. I, I love them. Nice. All right. Well, let's go to someone who I think most people are going to be very familiar with. Uh, a little little group called Tom Petty. Um, and you've got Mary Jane's Last Dance. Yeah, I had to... Um... I wanted to pick some classics, some some formative stuff. Like when I was in fourth grade, uh, I was given this box set of Tom Petty anthology through the years, and this was this man I'd never heard of in my life. Um, and I put these songs on repeat, and there obviously it was just hit after hit after hit. And I think if I had to name one song that was the most repeated through my life, when I was a kid, I was obsessed with Mary Jane's Last Dance. Every road trip, ad nauseum, I could put this this song on for hours on end and listen to the riff. And I loved it. Um, it's good old-fashioned rock and roll. So it's a classic. Everybody knows this song. It's one of their biggest hits in the 80s. But um, it's just probably seeped into my subconscious in ways I don't even understand. Um, I love the song. Yeah, this was a this is a great one. It was great to see this one on here. Uh, Tom Petty's so good, so many great songs. But yeah, this one definitely a standout. It also had a really notable music video that I kind of forgot about until I was kind of searching around because Kim Basinger's in it, and like she's she's a dead woman in this video, and Tom Petty's like running a morgue, and this is the dead woman that comes to him, and so it's a really. Uh, really kind of a cool video that, that got some notoriety. I remember I'm a little older uh-huh. than you, so I think I was like in high school when that came uh-huh. out. But I mean, yeah, it was, uh, that's a good one. Great pick. Awesome. Yeah, I forgot about that, that video. That like Tom Petty, they bridged that gap for, from pre-video to you must have a video on MTV days. So good for them. Yeah, and he did so many unique videos during that yeah. time for someone who is not, you know, uh, not someone who's you know necessarily camera ready right totally (laughs) so but he did a lot of great work with that yeah um all right your next track you picked tumble in the wind version two by jackson c frank yeah um i honestly i think i was on a spotify radio playlist when this song came on and jackson c frank is one of those guys who who wrote a couple hits that were recorded by other artists um, I think he was big in the 60s or 70s. I'm not sure that he ever had massive uh, personal success, but there are a lot of songwriters that point to his material and talk about how influential he is. I, this this track, I'm not sure of the origins. It sounds like a portable tape player or something from the 70s mm-hmm. or 80s, and it's a demo more or less. But there's a spirit to it that we could 
be in the studio now trying to find all these digital plugins to recreate that analog sound. I love it. Some of the lyrics are understandable, some of them aren't, but you know it's this timeless folk song where he's singing, I, I, I seem to tumble in the wind. I wait for it to begin. Times are hard. The money just won't come through. I'd be alone if not for you. Something like that. Classic. But this is one of those songs that's another road tripper for me. I can put it on repeat and it puts me in a mood uh, where I don't want to answer any phone calls. You know, it's just a, it's a good one. Yeah. Oh, I love that description. Yeah. I've, I felt the same way. I, I like was reminded, I feel like it could have made like a Wes Anderson film, you know, like it could have, it has that kind of vibe to it. Um, but I just felt, yeah, it was like a really soft, like love song. Basically it slowed me down. It just made me want to breathe and relax into my chair and just be comforted by like his beautiful guitar play and his voice. It's like barely coming up over the guitar. And, and I think the quality or the lack of quality, whichever direction you want to go, like actually really adds to the track. Like it's, it's really beautiful. Um, and, and that's rare, right? Cause I think if you try to do that today, people would just be like, what is this? Like, what am I listening yeah. to? <laughs> but it works so well here it's it's amazing yeah absolutely yeah awesome all right well track eight you've got look at miss ohio by jillian welch yeah another song with a, a really interesting lyric it's there's this character it's clearly this beautiful young woman she's miss ohio and she doesn't want to settle down and it's simple i think the lyric is uh oh me oh my oh Look at Miss Ohio running around with her rag top down. Um, oh, me, oh, my, look at Miss, o, Miss Ohio. I want to do good, but not right now. So she's on top of the world. She's this beautiful woman. She's got her adulations. The last thing she wants to do is settle down. There's like a, a verse about her mother handing her, giving her a wedding dress. And, and she, just, she just wants mm -hmm. to ride around in her convertible. It's simple. I love the melody. It's like, Everything I love about folk music where the arrangement couldn't be more simple, but it, it sounds so big. I love this song. Yeah, it's a great song. I love it. You know, it's a good good description of kind of, you know, expectations. People have expectations of you, but you kind of want to go your own way. So I think this is a great, uh, I don't know, just a really, like you said, simply written song, but just really delivers a great mm -hmm. message. So, yeah, I thought this was a great one. Um, all right, track nine, you've got Love by Lana Del Rey. Yeah, pop. So she's a pop star. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> right. She's a pop star, but she's the indie dark queen, I guess. Um, this is like my favorite song from her. I love her stuff. I think her melodies are so original. Um, she's, you know, unique in the mainstream, I think. Um She's not just all sex all the time or all whatever all the time, which is great. There's a place for that. But I love the song. It's sort of just telling a coming of age tale. Um, you get all dressed up to go nowhere in particular. It's such a feeling that I remember from high school. Isn't oh, my gosh. Yeah. That, that was the, the lyric I called out here, too. Yeah. Isn't that <laughs> so good? So it's like it's Friday night. You, you <laughs> just really want the, the miracle, the mysterious thing to happen to you. It's Friday night. You go out and you're imagining you make eye right. contact with that person that you've been waiting for or whatever. And generally, you <laughs> right. just end up with a bad hangover. And then by the time you're 30, you're like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> 
Oh, spot on. Yeah. No, I, I, I really enjoyed this track and I, I love her voice. Like I just can always spot it in a mix. Right. I was listening to this on my computer, um, you know, preparing notes for this and, and my girlfriend, like two, you know, like a room down overheard is like, is that Lana Del Rey? And it's like, yeah, it is. Right. Cause you can just immediately spot her voice. It's so unique and beautiful. I've always loved that about her music. Um, but yeah, I love that line. You get ready, you get all dressed up to go nowhere in particular. Back to work or the coffee shop totally. doesn't matter. Because <laughs> it's enough. She's good. Yeah. Because it's she's enough. She's great. Her lyrics yep. are so good and so simple. And she's she's somebody who's just in love with the world and life. And she's able to put that yearning, that unquenchable thirst for experience into her music. She does that better than so many people. I love it. Nice. All right, home yeah. stretch here, track ten. You've got just a great track here, "Boys of Summer" by Don Henley. Yeah, I, I so this song I grew up hearing my entire life. Everybody has, but I think about a month ago, I feel like I heard it for the first time, and I love when that happens. Like I remember that happened for me with Dylan. I I was like, "Who is this weirdo?" And then I was seventeen, and I was like, "Oh, it's God." Um, this this yeah this melody is so good i had no idea so i I did some research on it i the the guitar player for tom petty i can't remember his name is the one who wrote this guitar part and it was a demo and and jimmy ivine um was looking for tracks for don henley don henley liked the melody took it back to his place wrote the entire song and it's got a spirit to it that's amazing it's also got a really strange structure where there's like a giant guitar solo in the middle of the song which is hard it song has to be good to get away with especially a pop song with defying that that pop structure but the composition it's rock and roll and it's a catchy melody but the harmonies are so rich and so deep um, I think it's easy to write it off, but especially when you listen to the outro, there's this, there's a guitar riff that's, that's harmonizing with the synthesizer and you don't even know what's happening, but it's taking you somewhere. It's just, it's a really good song. Um, it's up tempo. I feel like the same way that running up that hill, I think that's that Kate, Kate Bush song is having another moment with stranger things that, yeah, with Stranger yeah. Things. Uh-huh. Yeah, this yeah. song could be re-recorded in a modern context and be just as big as it ever was. It's got the sense; they just need to be updated. It's got the lyric. It's got the melody. Um, yeah, I love this track. All right, you got "Red Eyes" by The War on Drugs. Yeah, so there's a theme, I guess, that I didn't really even pick up on. I, this guy is, an, is a guy who found a way to sort of revive that 80s synth rock and roll sound and he did it in a modern context and when i first heard this song i was like is this a band you know from the 70s or 80s it sounds like he could have toured with don henley or tom petty but at the same time it's got this modern flair melodically um i remember the first time i heard the song i fell in love with this band i fell in love with this record red eyes is so good there's a slow build to this guitar riff which is really the hook it's not even so much it's not even so much the vocal melody as it is the riff. I think it hits at like 130 or 145. He makes you wait for it, but it's just good. It's just good old-fashioned rock and roll. He, he's got the best tone, guitar-wise, of anyone around right now. He, if you if you look at his pedal board or watch his interviews, 
he's got like 150 pedals in front of him at any given time. And he's constantly changing everything. I mean, you could never recreate it. I love this guy. I love this track. This was, uh, you know, I think putting it right next to the boys of summer, like really made that connection to the 80s for me. Like, so hearing these back to back, I was like, wow. And, and the War on Drugs was a band and, and maybe they were on a mix last year on an episode or or I just kind of stumbled upon them last year. But I, I really kind of started listening to them about a year ago and I really like their stuff. But I never really made that connection until they were back to back here with Don Henley. And that's when I was like, oh, my gosh, this has got such a cool like 80s sound that's sort of updated. Yeah. Yeah, it reminds me of like a combination between Bruce Springsteen and Arcade Fire. Like they've got this big anthemic thing, but they've got that like backbeat 80s rock thing going too. So I like these guys. Yeah, Samer, that sounds nice. like it would be the perfect band for us. I feel like that's each, I know. <laughs> each, I'm a big Springsteen fan. Samer loves Arcade, I like Fire. Arcade Fire. I, I think yeah. we finally found the uh, the Venn diagram sort of here that that will work. Right? For us. Yeah, that's that's the overlap. That's so exciting. What a big moment for us here. <laughs> I love that. Um, all right. Well, here's another artist I'm I'm certain would also be in that Venn diagram. Uh, we've mentioned him a couple times already in talking today, but Bob Dylan and you got his track "Girl from North Country." Yep. Yes. Um, I love Bob Dylan. Everybody does. How could you not? He's a strange enigma. Um, this song is a classic. It's a folk song. Um, it's him and his acoustic guitar. There's no greater test of metal for a track than if a man could sit alone in front of a microphone and play it one time and it can last 40 or 50 years. Um, <laughs> Good description yeah. of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing, yeah. right? Like, it's so incredible to think about yeah, that. Yeah, it's like this guy was there for two minutes and 30 seconds and said, sounds good, and walked out. <laughs> <laughs> and 50 years later, everyone's still like, what an right. incredible song, <laughs> yeah. these guys. Yeah, I'm like, I've never known that sort of effortlessness. I'm like, I don't, I can't trust a song is ready until I've bled out on the floor and lashed out at everyone around me. Like, now I know it's ready. We all have our process. We all have our process. <laughs> yeah, that's right. mine. It's highly toxic. Um, yeah, it's a good song. It's it's uh, it's a melancholic, it's melancholic tune. I think there's a theme. I like those songs a lot. Um, he he, what he does really well with heartbreak songs that I try to rip not only for my music but my life is there's always this tone of acceptance. It could be a really sad moment. It could be a, it could be um, it could be heartbreak, but there's always this sense of peace behind it all which is almost like this God's eye view, this detached thing where, yes, this is happening, and yes, it's okay. He's never melodramatic. Um, that's right. where I think the real... It almost makes it sadder. The acceptance almost gives it more power. You're not like, I miss you, babe, and I'm up all night crying. It's like... <laughs> that's when you're like, okay. But um, it, he find, he finds a way to, to, to be detached and still have affection for this person where things went south it's it's a great song 
Yeah, I mean, he really is. I, I think in that way, you know, not just his lyrics, but his, everything about him is like he is like a poet on the human, just human nature, right? Like, I think everything about his music, and I think that's why it has such staying power is, is exactly what you're saying. It's like it is a view on just what it is to be to be a person <laughs> and like all the various things that we struggle with and all the things that he's sung about and and how he does it. And it is amazing. I absolutely I loved this song. Uh, I wasn't as familiar with this one as some of the other uh, of his other many 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 tracks um but i just i listened to this one and i just again kind of sank into my chair and just felt just felt it speaking to me right like i think that that it just cuts right through everything and you're like oh wow oh wow you know like that's like always my reaction with some of his music so absolutely cool. gorgeous. i'm glad you dug it well, there you have it, folks. Uh, another super awesome mix for your collection. Okay, this one provided by our special guest, Joshua Dylan Bayless. Josh, tell everyone where uh, they can find you and find information about uh, your tour. Yes. Um, so I'm, I'm on every platform except for TikTok. I've got it started, but I haven't started making anything yet. So that's our goal for <laughs> okay. this tour is to get the band familiar, introduce the world, the band of the world on TikTok. Um, but I'm everywhere else. The music is everywhere that you can stream music. Um, I'm more active on Instagram than anywhere else. So if you want to hop on Instagram and see, we'll keep things updated there. Um, we're doing another run in July, but those dates are still being set. But we are on tour um, across the state starting Friday. And um, I posted about it on, on my Instagram. I don't have all the exact dates memorized, but I know that the initial run, we're going straight to D.C., um, where we're playing a so far in Roslyn uh, that night, and then we're doing a radio spot in Jersey the next morning, and then we've got two shows in New York, Saturday and Sunday, and then we've got this long haul from New York to Columbus to Kansas City to Denver, um, and then we're going from Denver to L.A., L.A. to Salt Lake, Fort Worth, Dallas, and that will be there by June 20, 22nd, 23rd, 24th is our Dallas run. And then we're wow. yeah, we're ending in Nashville. So it's going to be a big one. There's going to be a lot of time on the road. But, yeah. Man, that's awesome. That sounds great. But, yeah, I mean, we, yeah, we like we said, we love the album. It's called We're on Fire. So definitely check it out. I mean, stream it. And then, yeah, check out those tour dates and, and go out and see them. But, man, congratulations on the album, and, and thanks for coming on the show. No, it's been a pleasure. You guys are great to talk to. It's it's such a relief to talk about music other than my own. <laughs> it's been a blast. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on back anytime. We're happy to have you. Um, yeah, yeah, thanks, thanks again. And for the listeners out there, check us out at Super Awesome Mix on Instagram, and we'll get to work on our next Super Awesome Mix. So for Josh and Samer, this is Matt, and we'll see you next time. Peace. Super Awesome Mix is brought to you by DLM. Make shopping easy with DLM, the one-stop shop for all your casual clothing needs. Shop DLMSupplyCode.com and enter the promo code AWESOME at checkout to save 15% off your first purchase. That's DLMSupplyCode.com.